Watch over us, Lord. Open our hearts and our minds through song, through the message that you've given, Pastor, and everything that you're going to bring to us today, Lord. I ask all this in your wonderful name. Amen. Amen. It's good to be here this morning, isn't it? Amen. Yeah, we have a few people missing. It's a holiday weekend. That's okay. We have some visitors. I know Joe has some friends here today and uh, just around, so we're really glad that you're here with us today. Uh, let's worship together. Glad that we are covered by the blood of Jesus, and when we stand in his love, we do not have to fear
Spirit, lead me where my trust is without form. 
love that song.
Memorial Day weekend, and we always like to take this opportunity to uh, recognize uh, all of our men and women who are in uh, the armed forces, <clears throat> and um, and thank God for our freedoms. Amen? Amen. Yes, yes. And so I just want to ask: Is there anybody here who are veterans or uh, is serving currently? Where are we at? Oh, right there. Okay, raise your hands high. Can everybody just give them uh, a hand and thank them for their service? We do thank you for your service. Amen. All right.
this wonderful land that we live in. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And you may be seated. Uh, at this time, we're going to go to prayer. <clears throat> and um, uh, if you have a prayer request, you can uh, let me know now. But please say it very, very loud. I'm a little hard of hearing. I have these speakers blaring at me. <laughs> so I'm a little hard of hearing. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Let's pray for John Souter. And, and we do have many uh, people who uh, are not able to be here. They're shut-ins. I think of Vonda and just different people that uh, are part of our church family. We want to remember them. Okay, so we'll think of John. Yes. Okay, any others? All right. Well, I know you were just standing. Oh, yes, go ahead. Uh, Marianne. Grace Wilson. Okay. All right, we'll pray for her. All right. Yes. Who? Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's remember. Okay. We'll remember her. All right. You, you were just standing, so we'll just bow our heads, and uh, let's just have a time of prayer together. <clears throat> Father, we thank you, Lord, for this. Uh, beautiful day that you've given us. Uh, we have sunshine, and uh, we just thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that um, we do and we can come to your church uh, in a country that is free. We can freely come here, Lord, and we can we can uh, uh, give you praise. And Lord, we think of the world. We think of all who are in it and so many places in the remotest areas lord who do not have these freedoms and uh, lord our nation isn't perfect uh, but then there is not one to be found and so we do thank you lord that uh, we have the privileges that we do and that was uh, made uh, <clears throat> the, the way was made lord because you prepared the way well lord we think of our service people and and all who have served, and we think of those who are serving now, uh, it is not easy, Lord, to be in the military. And I just pray, God, that we, we want to lift them up to you this day. And, Lord, just pour your grace and your mercy upon them uh, this day, Lord. Help them know that people are praying for them and that we thank them, Lord, for all uh, that, we, that they are doing. Father, we lift our leaders up to you. We think of... Uh, just there's so many. We have all of our Congress people to the president, Lord. I pray, God, that, um, you know, wisdom would abound and that, Lord, you would be with each and every leader. Help them to come to you, Lord. Help them to draw close to you because we know when that happens, Lord, uh, you are in it all and you're going to, uh, you're going to be there and, and uh, just help, Lord, and we thank you for that. Father, we're so grateful for um, our church, and um, we thank you, Lord, that you have moved in a mighty, mighty way over this past six months. And I've been part of that, and it's just been amazing. I've seen you work in, in such a way that I have, I've experienced so much from you in my own life, but I have not seen it like this. And Lord, you spoke very, very clearly. And I, I thank you for our church family. I thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do here in our future, here at ECCN. Lord, we know that you um, are working, and 
We thank you, Lord, that uh, Pastor Scott and Kristen and the family, Lord, uh, have accepted and they'll be coming our way, uh, Lord, and uh, sometime in the summer. And we thank you for that. We pray for them right now, Lord. We just lift them up to you. There's a lot to do, a lot of things to think about. And so, Lord, would you just uh, be with them in their transition, give them peace, uh, I pray, Lord, that you would just uh, help them in every, every uh, part that has to happen, Lord, um, uh, in order to get them here. But we thank you for how you have met our need there. And we're looking forward, Lord, to all the things that you're going to be doing in our church. Lord, we want to pray for our people. And we pray, Lord, for our, um, our shut-ins. We pray, Lord, for uh, those who cannot be here. Uh, and that uh, maybe are listening through the streaming. Lord, I pray that you would just be with them uh, physically and, uh, Lord, in their heart and mind. Just let them know that the Holy Spirit is there and that, Lord, uh, if there's healing needed, Lord, we pray for that. We ask, God, that your hands would be upon our people uh, who are suffering, Lord, with illnesses. And, Lord, you know them. We, you know that uh, there's still people that have COVID. And uh, so we lift them to you, Lord, and we ask that you would heal their bodies uh, and just help them, Lord, to be able to uh, get back to, uh, to a normal routine. Lord, we pray that uh, COVID would just go away. Lord, that this would be lifted. And Lord, we know that you're working in it all. But Lord, we truly, truly want to be able to get back to some kind of normalcy and, uh, and get back to work for you and your kingdom. And Lord, we thank you that you are working in that. And so we ask for that this morning. Lord, I want to lift to you those who may have lost loved ones in this past year or two or even in recent days. Father, that is so difficult, and uh, their hearts hurt. And so this morning, I bring to you the hurting heart. Lord, whoever may be here this morning and is, and is in is hurting, Lord, we know that the Holy Spirit is here, and he is near, and you just comfort them, Lord, with your arms around them, the only way that you can do, that no one else can do, Lord. You comfort us in those times of loss, and we just pray, God, that you will do that right now for those um, who are suffering that. Lord, we lift uh, these people who have been mentioned today. Lord, we think of our precious John who sits in the back, and Lord, he hasn't been here now a couple of times, and so uh, Lord, we just, we lift him to you, and uh, you can meet his needs right where he is at, and the Holy Spirit can do that, and so we pray for that, Lord. We pray for uh, the request from Mary Ann, this uh, Grace Wilson. Lord, you know her, and you know her heart, and you know her needs, and so, Lord, this congregation right now just lifts her to you, and we ask God that you would do a work in her, Lord, and if healing is needed, that you would be with her, and then Jeff's request for sister that I ask God that you would be with her in a mighty way Lord and uh, we always ask for healing but we always ask it that it's in your will Lord whatever your will is in these lives Lord we want that as well and father most of all you know that every day I pray uh, I pray each and every day to you uh, in the morning and I pray for my family and my grandchildren 
And I pray, Lord, for salvation, Lord, that salvation would come early. Lord, I just thank you for our missionaries last week with Faith Promise and and the good things that are happening in uh, in in uh, that continent, in Africa, Lord. We thank you for our missionaries. And we just lift them to you, Lord. They're all over the world. And there are so many, Lord, who need to hear uh, the story of salvation. And so I pray in every remote part of the earth that, Lord, your words would come to people, that salvation would come to their hearts, Lord. We pray that uh, today. And, Lord, we just thank you for, again, this day. And uh, we lift all these things to you, Lord. Uh, We're not going to take them back. We're giving them to you. We're asking, Lord, that you just do your work as you always do in our lives. And we will be sure to give you all the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 All right. Well, it is a wonderful day, isn't it? And um, I'm just so glad that um, we prayed for Pastor Scott and and Kristen. But until they come, we are just so blessed. Uh, We've been blessed. We've had Pastor Mike and Kenna. And now we have uh, Pastor David, Pastor David Flack. And uh, is, is Barbara here today? I'm sorry. Oh, oh, there she is. Hi, Barbara. How are you? (laughs) He's there. You're there. Okay. Um, It's good to have you. It is great to have you. And they are going to be with us over the next several weeks. And so we really look forward to what God has uh, uh, as you speak. Pastor David, would you come? And would you give uh, him an ECCN welcome? Well, bless you. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. It is good to be in his house. I keep this just in case, but I'm glad not to have it on my face right now. Amen? Now, when I get preaching, I get too stirred up, I get too warm, I may have to take this jacket off. Is that all right? Keep my shirt on, is that what you said? Okay. (laughs) Every day when the sun rises over Washington, D.C., the first rays of sun on the sunny days fall on the eastern side of the city's tallest structure, 555 feet, the Washington Monument stands The first part of that monument to reflect the rising sun is the eastern side of the aluminum capstone, where these words are inscribed, Latin, los Deo, which means praise be to God. That compact prayer inscribed on that aluminum capstone facing the east reaches to the heavens and is recognized as our nation's unique acknowledgement of the place of God. No matter what others say or the secular movement seems to be, whatever is swaying back and forth, it clearly declares the place of God 
in our founding, in our history, and by His grace with our continuance. I honor those of you who have served in any branch of the military, or those of you who are presently serving. I further honor those of you who have loved ones, who have lost their lives, whether it be World War II or Vietnam or Korea or Desert Storm or Desert Shield or any of the other conflicts that are out there. I honor you and pray God's blessing and peace for those who face the memory often with grief. America will be as strong as our resolve to praise God for who we are, what he has brought us from to be, and where he is leading us in the midst of travail. We don't have to read very far in the scriptures to realize we are seeing prophetic scripture unfold in some cases, day by day. And friends, in the midst of a day that can be so chaotic and insecure, all of the terrorism around the world, all the things with the economy, COVID, whatever it might be, tis so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word. As followers of Jesus Christ, we embrace the word inscribed on that monument in Washington, D.C. Praise be to God. Where the good days or hard days are in between, God is our rock. He is unchanging. The same yesterday, today, and forever. The one who loved us so much that he was willing to allow his own son to come and be born and then serve an earthly ministry, be crucified for my sins and your sins and the sins of the world for all who receive him as Savior and Lord and it didn't stop in the tomb. Aren't you glad about that today? And on the morning of the third day, there was a rock, sepulcher, do the study on your own. There was a day when we had to dig through books. Now you hit this word Google, and it's amazing. Of course, you have to be careful because you know everything on the internet is true, right? Help us, Lord. <laughs> But that tomb was sealed. And there was a Roman guard there. There was no way people were going to get in and steal the body of Jesus, as some have claimed. And when soldiers become like death warmed over and are fainting, that means something from heaven to earth is happening. And guess what? When you and I read... In the second chapter of Ephesians, it says that power from God, like when he raised Jesus from the dead, is accessible 
in and through our lives today. Now look out. If you don't shout me down, I might, because I'm talking to you about the spirit of the living God that takes away fear. It doesn't mean there won't be fearful times, but in the midst of the fearful times, it is so sweet to trust in Jesus. Memorial Day for me is, so much of it is, is uh, trying to be careful with remembering. Um, re remembering why Though it's a secular holiday, there are sacred things that can come out of that for the follower of Jesus Christ and for people across the nation. Just to remember those who have given their lives that we might have the freedom to assemble openly and to say things like I'm just blessed to say, those aren't my words, those are drawn from the word of God from the Spirit of God to remind us today of who we are and whose we are in Christ Jesus and that we should remember, first of all, to see Christ. I want to talk to us just for a few minutes this morning about that. But first, I share with you this cartoon and Norma and a few others up front can probably see the cartoon if you have really good eyesight. Now, in weeks advance, I'll try to get things electronically sent and so forth. But this cartoon shows, let's say, a man, uh, I'm going to guess in his 40s, 50s, 40s probably, and in not so great shape. And he's bent over, in some part of his body kind of ballooning over, a grill with hot dogs. And there's a little boy standing beside him. And the little boy's got his hat on backwards, typical, and the hot dog on his plate and the fixings and all this. And the little boy's kind of taken back by it all. And he looks over, I assume, at this man who's his dad and said, how much did all this cost? <laughs> and that's the question it says. And then it says the answer there's no caption, it just shows gravestones and a little flag in the ground. So whether you grill or eat something raw or whatever you eat or however you celebrate Memorial Day, this weekend and tomorrow, we get, we get to remember that it comes at a cost that our brothers and sisters are willing to pay in the military today. <laughs> now I have this little one about, I don't, my son does and his wife. Her name is Ann Daisy. And they live in a small little farm. Both her mom and dad have careers and they can do from home they had to through COVID. And she has a little brother. He's six months, seven months old. But Ann Daisy, and she comes into the room, there's no question. Now, do you all know what I'm talking about? Were any of you that way as a child? 
and she was born with red hair and I assumed, okay, that'll change after a short time. Not so far at two and a half has it changed, nor somewhat of a reputation, I guess, that can come with, at least with some sect of red-haired babies. And uh, she, she'll melt my heart. She comes to our house, she knows immediately where the toys are, and she's not subtle for one toy, but it, that, you know, she's, she's with each toy at least a good five to 10 seconds, maybe 20 seconds on a good run. Do any of you have grandchildren or children that way? Come on, or a neighbor's child that comes to your house. What? Come on. And as I thought about all of this and put it together in my mind, I said, you know, if they said, uh, Grandpa, your little granddaughter, needs thus and so, and it would mean you giving your life. No hesitation. And that's what they're doing for us. I'm not trying to elevate the military where they shouldn't be, but by the grace of God, we have people who protect our borders so that we can be here in this room right now and celebrate our freedom in Jesus Christ. But there's also something that comes to me with regard to Memorial Day. It's uh, veterans who often walk with memories, especially if they were in active duty. And uh, sometimes there are scars, some physical, but a lot of times mental, emotional. And uh, I know of one such uh, veteran, a uh, rel relative of mine, Vietnam War, who can describe in detail conflicts and grenade launchers and pathetic things you'd never want to see or hear about in detail and what certain soldiers did and, and having to have the will to live. So I bless you veterans who either yourself or you have friends, comrades, or you know a veteran here today that carries such anguish. Now, can Jesus bring healing? Absolutely. But I can't speak from experience because I never served in the way that they have. And I just stand in awe sometimes of the horror that some of our soldiers, ladies and men, have gone through. And I'm going to pause right now. If you'll let me, I hope you will. I'm going to. Lord, I just pray over those just described, those who are hurting, those who may not bleed physically, but internally they do. And many, maybe even most, don't even talk about it. And they work through Veterans Association and they might get counseling and this and that, but Jesus, I believe today, veterans across America need a reviving move of the Holy Spirit to release healing. And those who know you draw them stronger to you 
closer to you, but those who don't, release a fresh level of healing that they will be invoked and drawn to Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord of their lives. We covet your covering over them today for healing. And now I expand that to others who might be here today who never served in the armed forces, but they too carry the burden of pain from their past, whether it be childhood or last week, but they carry that pain inside. And there are a few that they can talk to about it, if any. And today I just pray healing be released over the sanctuary and over people's hearts and those who are watching online or watch online at another time. Oh God, Holy Spirit, right now, release your peace and your presence in Jesus' name. Amen. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew 6.33. That's what we need, I believe, as a clarion call for our nation. Now, we as individuals in the body of Christ, but certainly as a nation. It's one thing to have it on a monument. It's another thing to absolutely live it out that the most important priority in my life, and folks, I can talk about it, I can preach about it, it's a whole other thing tomorrow morning to say the most important thing in my life today is Jesus Christ. I don't want to just be a word speaker. I want it to be an action and lifestyle. Amen? And so that's when we really plug in to what it means to walk with the Savior, that he is first priority, his kingdom, being in right relationship, and all these things, what things? The things that God knows and we know we need for our own lives, but our first priority is walking in fellowship with him. I take you also to Matthew 7, 7 through 8. Now, both of these are taken out of the context of uh, chapters 5 through 7, which is a Sermon on the Mount that's so historically important. You'll, you'll know it. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will knock, and the door will be to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, and to the one who knocks, the door will be open. Now, if we take that and try to shape it to get something we want, you know what I'm saying? As if we can some way manipulate God or do enough good works to get him to like us. Are you with me? And I've had to be careful I don't fall into that mindset because I can shift from what Christ did to me to trying to earn his favor so that the right things will happen in my life. And he's saying, no, you walk in alignment with me and then you'll be praying my will. So ask, seek, and knock does indeed come to pass. So that knocking... I don't know about you, but I'm not real big into cold turkey knocking on people's doors, whether it's 
I was a paper boy, my teen years, whatever, however tall I was then. By the way, this isn't in the message, but this is for Pastor George if he happens to be listening. When I grow up, I want to be as tall as he is. Just saying. <laughs> so far, it's not working. <laughs> We're a bit insecure. I am a bit insecure about just going up cold turkey. Or even somebody's expecting me for the very first time, what's going to be on the other side of the door? Have you ever gone to someone's home, whether it's unannounced or announced, and you hear not one dog, but about three or four on the other side, and they're looking for lunch? And you look like prime red. <laughs> There's some, we can be insecure about knocking. We all understand that. But I hear Jesus saying, I don't want you, whether you feel like you measure up or not, I want you to come by faith. I want you to live persistently for me. I want you to be faithful to my word. I want you to keep pressing, as, as we call it. But I want you to knock. You have not because you ask not. And when you ask, you ask with the wrong motive. No, I want, I want to clear up the motive thing, and I want a pure heart and clean hands, and I want my spirit, my mind to be aligned with his purposes and his will. But, oh, Lord Jesus, in the midst of that, I never want... If I've done something out of line, going back to my childhood, throughout my life, I don't want it advertised as a boy. Believe it or not, there was a time or two I stretched the truth. If any of you did that, remain seated. Oh, okay. Let's <laughs> speak. Uh, anytime I would do that, it's like a plan to cover up because of shame, because of guilt, because we don't want to get caught. And you know who plays a big role in that? His name is Satan. Through his demonic influence to get us to hide sin. And if, if we as Christians are living our lives and we know what to say and, and what not to say and things to do and not to do and so on and so forth and how to behave basically and ongoing as long as people don't know there's that thing or things in my life that are not in alignment with Christ and even though there's this sin there's just a little bit but in those times that's a whole nother discussion of how we can gain victory over that but friends the enemy is saying you know you don't deserve to knock on that door that Christ is asking you to knock on. It's an open invitation. Right? And yet we're hesitant because I know that God knows what I've done or what I'm doing or what I'm thinking or what I'm struggling with. But so far as I know, when he says, come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, he doesn't give parameters. He said, come as you are. Confess what needs to be confessed. Don't give up on it. That's what the enemy wants us to do. 
The enemy wants us to be hypocritical, to show life as, oh, it's all of this and that, but all the time, no, come just as you are. He says, knock. And when you knock, he's going to answer. The door will be open. But we first must be willing to ask and then knock. Uh, there's something else about humanity that I just mentioned real quickly. How are we doing for time? Okay. Okay. When our oldest daughter uh, was three years old, Barbara, I, maybe even before then, I think what I recall is I was running the vacuum one time and, and she wanted to do it. And it wasn't, Dad, Daddy, let, let me, you show me how. She said, I dewey. I dewey. And it wasn't with a hesitant, hey, Daddy, could I try it? Approach. It was, I dewey. Do any of you have children like that? There is a session after service today for us, okay? We're still trying to... <laughs> They're strong-willed just like us. There's something in human nature that says, I do it myself, thank you very much. I know I need to ask, and I know I need to go before the Father, I know there's some confession here that needs to be cared for. I, I know these things, but there's something about that will inside of me that wants its own way, that when it's surrendered to Jesus Christ fully through and through, there's a sanctifying power that's released, and there's breakthrough that takes place, and now there's not just a, a, an understanding, but there is a relationship of power and purity, and he works in and through hearts just like that. Ask, seek, and knock. I tell you, it's just incredible what happens when we really seek him out, when we are genuine and authentic in our asking, when we're knocking without hesitation and believing the whole time he's going to answer the call, the need, whatever it might be, whether it's a loved one that's away from the Lord or, or a financial need or a physical need or a spiritual need or, Lord, we're in this time of transition and we're asking God give wisdom to our church board and, and calling a pastor and our district pastor and so forth. And it seems to me that God's been in this. Amen? Amidst COVID, come on. Praise God. His name is Pastor Scott, is that right? And Crystal, we'll join you in praying for them. I'm so excited for you. Uh, Believe it or not, I'm just about done. Do you know what it, what it means when a pastor says, in closing or in conclusion? You know what that means? No, it means absolutely nothing. Just wanted to, it gives people hope. Um, I need a volunteer. Uh, would, would somebody just come up and 
sit here in this chair. You're a brave man. Now, he's going to represent humanity, us, okay? And I'm, I'm going to represent the scripture, God speaking through scripture, okay? And I'm shifting this over from the Matthew account of what we just read moments ago in chapter 7, verses 7 through 8, to Luke chapter 11, verses 9 through 10. Parallel passages, they call it. Ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receive, and one who seeks, finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened, will be opened. But Luke records it a little different at the beginning. And that's with the help of God what I want to represent. Uh, I've been exposed just in, within the last year to some things the Lord showed my wife and I that are running parallel with the Word of God and that through a modern day uh, miracle of media and so forth have seen portrayed the life of Christ and it's brought it so alive for us and, and uh, I'd like to do that this morning so much of the time when I believe as I've been growing up and throughout my life and uh, it's almost as though when God is speaking I better not get down on the carpet. I better get under the carpet. I just feel so unworthy. And there's a part of that that serves me well in humility and brokenness and showing my need for God. And as I heard it sung this morning, I was celebrating in my heart, oh, I want the presence of God. But there's also a part of me that has to realize that when Jesus came, he was fully God, but he was fully man. And here are the words of Jesus. And I don't feel like, and Lord help me not to speak the wrong thing, that he's coming and said, you need to ask and you need to seek and, you, you know, I, I don't. But this is what Luke says. You're going to have to remind me of her name. Larry who? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Larry. I want you to hear this phrase. The Lord speaking to you. Verse 9 of my book, Luke. So I say to you. Don't let it get by you. Jesus speaking to you, Larry. So I say to you, Larry. I, I could see him do, you can wash afterwards. <laughs> Larry, I say to you, ask, seek me, put me first. These things will be added unto you. Larry, hear me. With all the millions, billions of people who have lived, you're as important as all of them. When I died on the cross, I died for you. So I could let this promise be released in your life. Larry, 
I say this to you. Now, I want you to receive it. Thank you very much, Larry. Those aren't my words, brother. Thank you. You can go back. Jesus has plenty more. What if when I begin to praise the Lord, I begin to be so personal and intimate and specific that, Lord, I praise you. With all the other stuff going on, I praise you. I praise you, Jesus. There's stuff in my life, but I don't understand it in our world. And I praise you, Jesus. And then when you sense and begin to encounter his presence, it's just like him, if you will, getting down before you and not trying to intimidate or scare you because if he died on the cross for us, that tells us something about the heart of God in Christ Jesus through the power of the Spirit. And he begins to minister to your spirit and our hearts. No matter our background, no matter anything, he comes and says, just as you are, I say to you, Norma. <laughs> You're not your own. You're bought with a price. So no wonder Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3 is quoted so much. Call to me, and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. That wasn't just for the nation of Israel for that time of history. It was for all mankind. It gives new strength for me when I read Hebrews chapter 4, 14 through 16, and verse 16 says, Let us then who through Jesus Christ and the power of the Spirit based on the authority of his word and his resurrection, let us, that means us personally, individually, corporately, let us then approach God's throne of grace with what? With boldness, with confidence, with assurance so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Amen. So be it in the name of Yahshua, Hamashiach, Jesus the Christ, the Anointed One, our Savior, our Lord. So our prayer and our declaration and our desire is to live for Jesus Christ as we never have before, no matter what happens in this world, in the balance of 2021 and going forward, as long as Jesus tarries, we want to draw in closer to his presence and first before we do anything else, we seek Jesus. Brother Greg, if you'll come and just play softly. I wonder if there were some here today who just needed a word of remembering how intimate and personal Jesus can be 
and that when he speaks and reminds us of various promises in both the Old and New Covenants, Testaments, that they're as real, they're vibrant, they're active today. And as heavy as a load as some of you might be carrying now, those of you watching online, or those of you here, Jesus comes to you just like we were seeking to demonstrate with Larry. You're mine. I say to you today, May 30, 2021, I say to you, and then what I said to Larry was this, we, you, have to be willing to receive what he is speaking to us and over us. Are you or am I deserving? No. If we could earn it, then Jesus came for no reason. It is the gift of God. Our salvation, our sanctification, the blessing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So no matter what we face, whether it be good or bad, he walks with us. I am not alone. I believe some today, this has been a reminder, but for others it's a reminder that we need to be good receptors. So as it were, we have these sponges at home that when we buy them, they're in a small package. They're just a small little thin thing. And as soon as I turn water on and put it under the faucet, it soaks up the water and then when I squeeze it, squeeze it and put it under pressure what comes out the water but it stays open and big could we be sponges today and receive the word of God not just say oh well, that was you know this or that or what no God is speaking to my heart Sean I can't remember which song it was but about in the lyrics about him speaking to us. I want, to, I want him to speak, but I also want to listen and receive it. I'll tell you what, friends, for me, and I pray for you, it'll put a kick in your heel that maybe you haven't had for a while. Because the world can do this to us. But when we keep our eyes on Christ, receive his word, walk faithfully, persistently for him, put him first, he will see to it in his timing, in his way, every need will be met. Amen. With heads bowed, just before we pray the closing prayer, is there anyone here today that would say, Pastor Dave, um, would you just remember me in prayer today? There's some things the Holy Spirit spoke to me about during the service. Okay, I see you. Thank you. Anybody else? I just would like to be included in the prayer time today. Anybody else? I see you. Thank you. Anybody else? I see you, friend. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. I see you. All right. Most importantly, Jesus sees you presence of the living God fall fresh on us and I pray specifically for these who have raised their hands and you know intimately right now 
the need, the concern, whether it's the relationship with you or some other arena of concern, dear God, I pray even now they'll receive the word of the Lord. As you say to them, I say to you. And I pray that there are going to be some people in this congregation that are transformed today. Not because they were, they were falling away or something, but because they're receiving now the word of God in a whole different understanding. Breathe on them the breath, I pray, of God and fill them afresh with the Holy Spirit. And whatever needs to take place in each person's life who raised their hand, they will be ministered to and their answer will come. And if there's something that needs to be confessed, they'll get it out in front of you right now. If there's something that they need to release to you and trust you for, then they'll do that. But oh God, right now, let your transforming power be released on the lives of these dear people that I pray in the name of Jesus. If there's even one person watching online or here today that doesn't have clarity in their walk with you or they don't know Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord, that in this moment, they'll say, Jesus, I, I'm asking you right now, there's some things in my life that I need to give to you and I release to you and I confess to you. I want you as my Savior and my Lord and I believe you now to forgive me of any iniquity, any sin, anything whatsoever that would hold me back in my journey with you. I also pray, dear Jesus, that if there's anybody listening online or here that doesn't know Jesus Christ, clearly they don't know Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord, maybe never clearly have, they would pray that simple prayer. Come into my life, Lord Jesus. I put my faith in you. I confess that I'm a sinner and I need a savior. And I trust you now to come into my life. And from this day forward, by your grace, I'll live my life for you and you alone. May it so be, Lord Jesus. And it's in the great name of Jesus Christ that we pray these things done and so and sealed through the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Hey, thank you for being in church today. What a blessing for Barbara and I to drive in this morning. And I said, I thought on Memorial Day weekend there might be a lot of people away, but I'm not used to seeing that many cars out in the parking lot at most any church. <laughs> so praise God. You have a blessed rest of your day. Have a safe Memorial Day weekend, the balance of it. And keep the Word of God afresh in your life. Thank you, friends. God bless you as you go your way.